Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast, a podcast where we help you take your ideas from a dream to reality. Each episode will cover topics to help you overcome frustrations we all encounter in our maker community. I'm Trevor Wanamaker, a part-time maker running MakerExperiment.com, and Martina Miller, who's a full-time maker running Naughty by Nature Designs. We've all encountered bumps and pitfalls along the road we call making, and we are using this podcast to help you avoid the same pitfalls. Welcome to the Maker Vision Podcast for episode 86, where we're going to talk about trying something new. What's going on, Martina? You know, we'd probably be at episode like 120 if you didn't sleep in so late on Saturdays. We probably would. (laughs) We have a new co-host. So we have Richard Engstrom from Engstrom Design. What's going on, Richard? Hey, how's it going? Not too bad. Do you want to do a short intro to tell people who you are? Um, sure, why not? Uh, Richard Ingstrom. I'm on uh, Instagram at uh, Ingstrom Design. I kind of do a little bit of everything. Everything from um, 3D design all the way to CNC stuff and everything between kind of a generalist, I guess. I don't really excel at anything, but uh, I I have fun with it. (laughs) I think he has to be a bigger smart ass than me oh for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting warmed up yeah <laughs> so that's only one sip of coffee in yeah well and it's early you and i have talked for probably a couple years at this point right Mm-hmm. and then we all met in person at workbench con which yep. is where we discovered that richard is a giant smart ass yep and, and just you know fun to be around and and now you have me on this so good luck well, better pull your weight. <laughs> or this is the last episode. <laughs> One of the two, right? Well, with our current, yeah. our current rate of going, in the next six months we'll release another episode, so I'm sure you'll be recovered by then. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need to take a short break. It's just, it's not even like the podcast, it's just our personal schedules that no. keep getting in the way. It's super yep. hard. I think well, and then we are you literally, on, I have a job more. job now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just on complete opposite schedules. Well, you started working more on a job job. Mm-hmm. My job job got more demanding. And then the side stuff so, kind of took over. Yeah, so we're hoping Richard can bounce us out a little bit. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't do much. so We're going to have I guess story does bounce time it with out. Richard. Yeah. We're just going to have Richard come on and, and read a book. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't want that. <laughs> he's gonna like just do a verbal tutorial of like the stuff he's designing. He's like, so I'm gonna right click now and I'm gonna drag this line over here. Exactly. Next step. No, but I'll use one of those computer robot voices to do it. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, those are sweet tutorials there. Well, my guess is most people know you for the butterfly credenza. Yeah, that's my uh, biggest claim to fame right now on the. Uh, Modern Maker podcast. I got a few shout outs for that. So, yeah. I still can't believe you actually built that. Uh, me either. <laughs> and neither can my significant other. <laughs> she doubts you. It was you. impressive. 
<laughs> well, I'm not like, gonna lie, I didn't know how to build it. Yeah, well, neither did I. But uh, yeah, that was a interesting project. Um, I kind of got the design in my head, and it was a um, what a wood a wood um, bending challenge or something like that. It was steam yeah. bending? I think it was um, the that rockler yeah. wood bent challenge or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, sure, let me do this, and then so I had the concept out, and I just started going to town. Had really no idea what I was doing. This is the biggest piece of furniture. Uh, I've ever built other than like, you know, a box. So it was a, uh, it was pretty challenging. First time using some exotic wood, um, walnut as, <laughs> as two Home Depot grade, um, softwoods. So yeah, it was very challenging. And then, um, also working with, uh, the laminates. I'd never worked up laminate before gluing all that stuff down. So yeah, it was a, a, a pretty big project for me. Unfortunately, I didn't make the challenge. Um, I could have rushed through it and got to it, but eh, I, I wanted the project to come out because it was going to be used for something, not just for, for a contest. Next question is, when does the matching uh, bedroom furniture come in? Um, I don't have any room right now. <laughs> so... Got a pretty small house, um, recently moved, so I don't even have a garage. You um, don't have man. a garage? No, so all my stuff is in storage right now. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a so, bummer. Working on that kind of stuff. Um, but I do, I am working on a follow-up to the butterfly credenza. It's going to be the moth. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm working on that right now. We'll see if <laughs> I can build it. Have you shown that design yet? I have not. Okay. He's ta- he, you know, secrets don't have friends. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just making sure I didn't actually miss it. No, no, no. It's still uh, still on the computer machine. So, uh, <laughs> the computer machine. I'll see if I can get it out of there. But yeah, it's not as um. I don't think it's as difficult as the the butterfly. So, um, but really, I don't even have a need for it. I just came up with the with the ideal for it. So. I don't know what I would do with it even after I, uh, I built it. I can't tell you how many things I've made that are just sitting in the garage because I didn't have a use for them. I just made them for a video. Yeah, I think that's a common theme. Yeah. <laughs> with a lot of us, right? I keep giving away stuff that I've made. Cause it's like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I made this. I don't need it. You can have it. And people like, geek out. Are you sure you just want to give it to me? And it's funny because a lot of the times it's, you know, scrap material or whatever. So it's just like you have no attachment to it. it and then the person receiving it thinks it's the best thing ever. And like, that's, you know what you should garbage. do? Charge Next them. time you give one away, when they say, are you sure you want to give this away? And just be like, it's going to fall apart in like a year or two anyway. I did have a dream last <laughs> night that like I was using one of my own charcuterie boards and all the wood had shrunk in it and the glue up. So I had it out on display and it was just like complete garbage and i thought do i sell these too do they turn out like this after a couple months when they dry out so but i that's why i try I to use you one solid make... piece of wood then yeah. i could avoid that problem well i don't see you making anything crappy anyway <laughs> i mean everything looks good on the gram yeah because <laughs> everything that's on the gram is true oh man so what, what are you guys trying that's new lately other than designing a moth Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I I don't have any like 
build builds lined up. Um, I think we have like a game plan of the next few things that we're going to do to our house. And one of them involves getting new floors, so ripping out the carpet. So then I want to do a wall of built-ins and make a built-in like bar. But that's grand scheme things. But it will be pretty funny because I'm pretty sure I'll finish that before I ever finish my mantle. So <laughs> That mantle is... <laughs> I think that mantle comes up almost every episode. Um, I get I get asked at least once a week whether I'm going to finish my mantle or if I can build it one for somebody else. So it's pretty hilarious. And then a lot of people don't even know that I haven't finished mine, and they still ask for one, which is super weird. At this point, it's almost like a, a statement to not make it. I feel like at this point, when I get around to building it, I'm just going to redo my whole fireplace. And I won't even need the mantle. So I mean, how hard is it to stick a piece of wood up there? Apparently, eighteen months hard. Yeah, so. I mean, you, it's already built itself. You just cut it out with a piece of log, right? Oh, oh my god, I do like that That's would be so easier true. if I had like a solid piece. But I have to like build like a, the carcass of it, so it'll be hollow inside. I don't have like a solid beam, so and it want to do it out of hickory, which is terribly heavy and like dense so i feel as pine it'd be so much easier no it wouldn't because the boards wouldn't be straight yeah <laughs> that'd be the look i was going for it's like a concave mantle that's what i would hey, call it it would yeah. work use that cupped wood and then i just have more surface area to display stuff there you go <laughs> so that would be trying something new but right now obviously like i posted the other day um, the kitchen redesign that we just did so that's something new that i'm trying is we're i'm in the real estate world we're doing some flipping some redesigns um and then obviously the tr traditional buying and selling so my whole world right now is trying something new and trying to figure out what the hell i'm doing with my life yeah that uh, i seen that remodel look pretty nice Dude, you should, I mean... I didn't recognize the house. In the before, yeah. I wish you could see all the roaches that were in there. It was, I mean, when I worked EMS, I had walked into some nasty places, but it's really weird, because, like, when you're in that mindset, like, you're not focused on all that stuff. When you're in your normal clothes walking through a house like that and trying to do a design consult with boarded up windows and no electricity and the house itself is 95 degrees and there's roaches crawling everywhere it freaking sucks like <laughs> like the walls were just crawling so it's a huge huge transformation well you like uh, charged by the roach or something like that yeah. yeah yeah every time i have to every time i accidentally kill one it's a five dollar charge for sure yeah yeah because i mean i have to be able to buy new shoes I have to like pay for the trauma that I had like experienced by crushing the bugs. So <laughs> I like that method. <laughs> the current loan we have going, there's no bugs, thank God. So I think it's too hot in Fresno for bugs to even survive right now. Uh, Are you looking more into the video side? That's what I like. That's the big this biggest thing I'm trying right now is trying to do better video edits. So. I've been sending Trevor like my little inspirational videos, like of what I want to figure out how to edit and everything. And he just tells me I need more equipment, which <laughs> duh, like who wouldn't want to buy more stuff. So, <laughs> well, you can't, you get the, uh, if you're doing it for the real estate office anyway, well, I have my gimbal and we have a drone. I just don't know how to do like the editing portion of it for like the super zoom. And then like when you turn the corner, how to make it like more dramatic and like wide angled and wrap around and stuff. And then 
I only edit on my phone, so I feel like if I actually... You'd have to probably need a computer. Yeah, I think one, the day I finally like upload it onto the computer and edit it on there and pull it off, that might be a lot better. So I find it easier to edit on a computer. I try to edit on my phone, and it's just... It's not Yeah, it's intuitive. not the same, but I just, like, I'm assuming I'm going to have to go with... What do you use? Premiere to edit? I do, but you yeah. don't have to. I think the, a lot of people use DaVinci, which is free. I've been doing, um, for more of our Photoshop edits and stuff, I got Affinity in, I think it was the Black Friday sale or something like that, for 35 bucks, and it's just, I feel like it's just as good as Photoshop, and you own the license, and I only paid $35, so I've been able to do a lot with that. I really only keep Adobe because of Illustrator. (laughs) Granted, I could probably switch to Affinity. But because I was using Illustrator, I started using Premiere. Yeah. And because I used Premiere, I started using Lightroom. And then I was like, well, I'm using like three or four of them. So at least I'm making, I guess, use of the monthly subscription. I don't like paying the monthly fee, but I think it's partially, you know, I'm used to Illustrator and where everything is and I can do it faster. Well, that's the big thing is once you get ingrained into a, um, you know, a, a certain type of software, then that's just what you want to go to, right? I mean, that's what the companies are betting on that you get embedded into the, into yeah. the way of thinking and how they do stuff, and you come comfortable with it. So, yeah, I I know it's hard. Uh, I mean, I have um, Adobe too, a lot of their stuff, um, and I I know that, like those alternatives are really good and cheaper. But uh, definitely cheaper. Just a force of habit. Yeah, I think if I were to start over, I probably would have gone like the Affinity route and then DaVinci for video editing. But it, now it's a trade off. Do I ditch what I'm using to save money per month and then take longer to do everything for a long time? Because I've been using Illustrator for like seven years or something. So to get to the point I'm at in Illustrator, it's going to at least take a year or more in Affinity, I'm sure. I know I use use a free software for my uh, 3D stuff. Uh, It's Blender. And they actually have a... It's a very powerful system for free. It actually has a video editing um, side to it. And now they're bringing on a lot of the 2D stuff and everything. So I can almost do everything that I can do the Adobe stuff in uh, Blender. But Is it spelled normal, yeah. Blender? I'm like, now i got to yep. check this out. Yeah, it's Blender. Well, um, it's more like a sculpting 3D. It's it's everything. They have sculpts into it. Um, you can do kind of some CAD stuff. There are some add-ons for that. It's The only thing with it is it's very intense. Like there's a lot of stuff they can do. But there are a lot of good tutorials out there that'll take you through everything, um, almost everything that you need to know. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, if anyone's interested, especially, I think, um, was it SketchUp that just went uh, kind of to a paid? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that's a a good alternative if you want to use that. And they're starting to build in some SketchUp type stuff. I know with the new releases coming out um, that people probably would like if you use SketchUp. It's kind of a, it's mesh based, but you still can do a little bit of solid uh, modeling in it. But yeah, if anyone's interested, you can definitely uh, check it out. It's free. 
So, I mean, can't go wrong with that. For sure. I need to look into that. I still use Fusion for 3D modeling. I love all your little 3D videos that you do. Like, those are, like, the oddly satisfying, all of a sudden, I've sat there and watched it 20 times in a row. So, your little tracker probably goes up because I just get sucked in. What'd you use for the, uh, the cookie laser cutting one? Uh, the one that looked like cookie dough. Oh yeah, that was Blender. Okay. Yep. That one, I swear I watched that video a hundred times. It's because you just watch it and you're just watching it on repeat because it's just like, oh, this is satisfying. That's that's with the looping video, right? It's one of those uh, satisfaction, satisfying kind of things. I'm surprised you don't have more YouTube views with some of your videos. Um, yeah, well, I don't do a lot on YouTube. I do have the one video that's what a hundred and twenty thousand views. No big. Which one is, hold on. What? What? Oh, you're. It might not be easy to find you on YouTube though. Yeah, you'll have to search for me. But yeah, I don't put a lot of oh, stuff you on actually, there. Okay, so you do have the actual channel name. Yeah. But I oh, did this SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, I did this um, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, the Krabby, or the um, what is it? Virtual reality. Yeah, with the um, I can't remember the name of it. Um, the restaurant, and so the I just did Krusty Krab. There you go. Yeah, so I just did a kind of a. This was a test just to see if I could do it, kind of a VR thing. So. It seems to do well. People like it. I like how people in the comments are like, it's only Plankton, and then somebody else comments, if you look up, there's Patrick in the roof. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, yeah, because they hid characters all around the place, so at least it gives you something to do, right? I like that people are so invested. Like, Trevor's just used to getting the a-hole trolls. Uh, <laughs> I always like... get a-hole trolls. And these guys are like, we just want to see more characters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a demographic, right? Yeah, <laughs> I get a I get a lot of a holes. I, I don't post that often on there. It's always on a. I get more a holes on tutorial videos than anything else. I think people like, are more critical. To be helpful and yeah. people are like, well, "That's not how I would have done it." I'm like, "I don't care. Make your own video." Yeah, <laughs> we did a video walkthrough yesterday, like a virtual open house. And I have to figure out how to put that on YouTube. So I feel like this year I've definitely had to challenge myself with like technology and stuff because like that's where the market is, and especially with COVID hitting. You like with real estate you can't host a traditional open house. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out alternative ways and it's a pain in the butt, man. Like it just makes me realize how computer savvy I have not been for the past several years. So it's just a crash course. And it sucks because you watch all these professional grade videos and it's, you know, captivated and everything. And I'm over here like, I want to do this for free and save money. And damn, it looks like I'm doing it for free. (laughs) (laughs) You have to start somewhere though, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think for you, it's easy enough to take some classes and it won't take long before you learn the effects you need to do what that's what i'm thinking about doing is just kind of youtube schooling it and figuring it out and the look at a skillshare too they have a bunch of video classes like when i'm sitting for eight to five like that's all part of the stuff i'm doing anyway so it's not that it's not inconvenient to do it i just have to find something that's digestible and easy to either mirror while i'm getting taught it so i can like because that's 
I'm like the tactical type learner. So if they're walking me through it, I have to be able to do it at the same time or, you know what I mean? Something like that. So I can figure it out and get a little bit better. So sometimes, because one of your videos you showed me like that, that time where they turn around the corner or whatever. Mm -hmm. Shots like that, I think they're doing in real life. I don't think that's an edited effect. Yeah, so I don't know if it's just if they're using a gimbal, if they're using like a DSLR on a gimbal. I want I want to see it done and like how their setup is and then just mirror that and just go get all that equipment too. Just say, are you allowed to see them do it? I can, yeah. But the bad part is I'm going to have to probably pay for it up front and have it on one of our houses. It's like 700 bucks to have done. Yeah, so. well, that's... Well, like I told you, for the amount of time it takes to record and edit and everything else, it's probably right on par. I mean, it's yeah. definitely worth it. It's just painful to spend that money just for to watch someone else do it. So. Oh, I totally get it. You gotta spend money to make money. Mm, that's what, what it feels like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Let so me know when we make money. <laughs> yeah, today I'm supposed to go to my friend's shop, uh, LV Strip and Powder. So I met him when, uh, I met him golfing actually. And he was like, or I asked him if he made, uh, shelf brackets cause he does a lot of powder coating and stuff. And mm -hmm. I've seen him like powder coat shelf brackets, but I didn't know if he made them. And he said, yeah, come on over and we'll, uh, cut them out on the plasma and then I'll show you how to weld. I was like. Okay. You couldn't so have done I'm that gonna... last week? No, it's going to be... Take me on a field trip? It's going to be today. <laughs> the uh, So I'm going to learn how to weld and learn how he powder coats stuff. See, I was actually in town last week, and Trevor said that I was going to bring my Rona, so I couldn't come <laughs> hang out, even though I have no Rona. But he'll go and hang out with this other guy that has the cool tools. Well, yeah, he didn't bring cool tools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last week, my my daughter was, like, running hot, like, all day. Oh, she would have given me the Rona then. And then my my wife wasn't feeling great either. They don't have the Rona. They just, you know, didn't feel good. That's the thing. Like, if you just don't feel good right now, it's like you're, oh, you're carrying the have you down. had to, Have you sneezed in a oh, grocery yeah. store oh, my recently? Gosh. And, like... I coughed and got a death glare. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, if Amanda, like, because obviously it's still allergy season and it's like, I know yeah. that she doesn't have the Rona, but if she sneezes in the grocery store, I'm like, ma'am, you need to leave the store. I make like a scene and she's like, you need to stop it. Like, that is not funny. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> she's like, I hate your if she coughs. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Like, you cannot be in here anymore. We can't have any coughing patrons in here. She's like, you're such an you're asshole. Such an <laughs> Or, like, I'll start walking away from her all fast and giving her dirty looks like I'm, I don't know who she is. So, I've gotten, uh, I guess this is why there's quarantine. This is probably why there's so many quarantine divorces, probably because there's assholes like me in the world. So, <laughs> I actually haven't gone to the store with my wife during this. I either go or she goes and the other one watch the kids. Well, we like, it's not like it's, I don't know. I'm definitely like that where it's like, let's try and go one at a time. Like not both mm -hmm. of us need to go type things. But sometimes it's like, oh, we have to hit the store on the way home from work. So, and then, 
I just get everything delivered, so I don't have any issues with that. That's what everyone's talking about is instant card. Nobody will deliver beer, so... Drizzly! (laughs) There Uh, is someone that will deliver beer, you just haven't paid them enough money yet. Yeah, Drizzly delivers alcohol. I'll spend the money on the alcohol, I just don't want to spend it on the delivery. Total Wine curbside pickup. That's been the best thing to come out of quarantine. I went to Total Wine yesterday. They just put it scotch. They put it in the back of my truck. It's excellent. Didn't I? It's like it's super contactless because I'm just like, here's my ID through the window, and then they just drop it in my truck bed. I didn't know what I wanted. Yep. So how much are you buying? You got to put in a truck bed. That's yeah. Well, just that's, so they don't have to come it's in Martina. the car. Come on, it's the whole bed. <laughs> just well, it's funny because it's like thirty five dollar minimum to be able to do curbside. I'm like. Pfft easy um (laughs) but that way they don't have to come into my vehicle you know what i mean so i was gonna say did you see how much beer we had at workbench con for like (laughs) three three or four of us (laughs) we had two fridges worth yeah and i think we only left one behind yeah we went through almost all of it but you know that was a smart way because we didn't have to buy cocktails at the bar all night long it was just run back upstairs to the room and bring down around well, one cocktail was as much as like a six pack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like uh, thirty-five bucks. I think I got a double. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was more than I thought. Yeah. Okay. See, you should have gone with us to Total Wine, but you're busy getting your flight canceled and whatnot. Yeah, you know this but, is how it happened. But you got to fly, fly first class. Yeah, that's true. Because well, I had to pay for that. Oh, I thought they just upgraded you. Oh, I'm not that special. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he got upgraded. <laughs> no. And they're not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, not like any of us will be flying anytime soon. Nope. My sister I'm... wanted me to fly. And I was like, not going to happen anytime mm-hmm. soon. So my brother... I think he's almost made it to Maryland. He's moved from San Francisco to Maryland, and they've had a drive cross-country. And I told them, like, when he gets his house and gets settled, that I'll go out there. So I'm trying to convince Amanda now that we have to drive cross-country because we can't fly. So if we have to drive cross-country, I need a sprinter that's been converted into a camper. So <laughs> That's what you're trying to pull. So... She I, thought I didn't I was, know if it was that or if you were trying to do a marriage test. So she thought I was full of shit that these things are super nice. And then I started showing her photos of a converted one. And, and she was like, oh, my God. Like, I thought you just wanted a van. <laughs> like, so I could just, like, we could sleep in the seats. And she's like, I didn't realize it was a full convert and there's a bed and, like, a little kitchenette. And I was like, yeah, it's like a VW camper, but a sprinter. So, and I'm like, and we could have her Mercedes. So, but. Nice. We'll see. That probably won't go, though. I don't think so. I told her we could yeah. sell the Fiat, and then I could get the camper, and then we usually just have the one car anyway. So I was like, if we have to split cars, I don't mind driving the Sprinter anymore. That's fine. <laughs> but does she? She Well, she would just take my truck. Ah, so okay. She never drives anyways. But I think... I'm... Eventually, I'll get a new car. Yeah, I feel like that's the like, like I've just become the laziest woodworker in all the land where I'm like, I'll just hire, I'll just have it, buy it finished versus me making the cabinets myself and saving you money. You know, sometimes it's cheaper. Yeah. Well, look how my track record with pr- finishing projects on time. Well, that's why. So. 
Well, I guess the, uh, trying something new would be completing a project in a timely manner for me. Yeah. Well, the the shelf brackets. I was gonna. This is one instance where it's. Because there's times when you go to buy the material. And granted, your whatever you make is gonna be made out of better material. Mm-hmm. But then you look and you're like, but it, but IKEA has it for like a hundred bucks. Did you see Andrew's <laughs> video the other day of him walking through IKEA? Yeah, yeah. I can make that. I can make that. Oop, cheaper if I buy it. And then it puts yeah. it in his cart. I was like, that that sums it up perfectly. That's exactly. It's exactly what it's like. Every time I go into IKEA, I'm like, well, that'd be cool to make something like that. And then you turn the corner, you're like. That's way cheaper than I can make it for. Oh, absolutely. I'll take that formaldehyde yeah, for. Well, it's two different things, though, right? I mean, cheaper. oh yeah, for sure. Cheaper versus an heirloom piece, right? A piece of oh, IKEA yeah. is not going to be an heirloom piece. Well, most of the time, I don't care that it's heirloom. I don't know that yeah. my furniture is heirloom pieces either. I mean, a butterfly credenza is probably an inner uh, heirloom well, piece. I don't know if the stuff I. Well, make we'll see is. how long it lasts. You should. Uh, <laughs> you should put a note in there, hidden somewhere, that. Uh, just like trolls, whoever the next owner of it is. Yeah, I have a dirty limerick um, written on the inside of it. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. You know. should. You totally should, though. <laughs> but yeah, the um, the the brackets that I was gonna do, I was looking online, and I think I was looking at Amazon or something. And you can't you can't find quite what you want. Because I want to have like deeper shelves, so most of the ones on Amazon are, I don't know, six inches for the how long the board can be that sits on top of them. And then I was looking at the weight limit. So the brackets are like, I think the weight limit on most of the Amazon ones I was finding was like, oh, it can hold, you know, ten pounds per bracket. I'm like, that's pretty measly. And that's when I asked my friend, he's like, come here. And I was like, and make them. And I was like, well, how much would it cost to, you know, for all the material and powder coating and whatnot? He's like, I don't care if you pay me. Just come and do it for free. Yeah, go take him a 12-pack. Well, I'm going to go learn how to weld then. <laughs> that's cool. I think that's one where if you're learning a new skill too and you don't have to, like, buy the equipment, that makes it easier. Because I've wanted to learn to weld for years, but I just didn't want to go out and buy a welder. So you're going to use him for the brackets and then Ken for his hookup on cheap maple for the shelves? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm probably, I actually probably am going to buy the maple from Ken. Did you see that he bought like a ton of hardwoods and stuff mm-hmm. from, he, he got them from some auction. He had to buy a shipping container to store it all. <laughs> and it's it's organized in the shipping container. Like, he's got it on the walls. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty well organized. But I was like, holy crap, dude. How much hardwood did you buy? I don't think... I don't know if we've recorded since my uncle came in and I actually had to, like, do woodworking for him. Um, but he said... So he's in Davis, which is near Sacramento. So he's, like, two and a half hours I know where away. Davis is. Yeah. So, um... He was going, because I have the um, lumber rack, so he was filtering through to see what I had. And I had that curly maple, like the 
the rest of what I sent you for those banana bread boards. Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah. how much did you pay for this? I was like, like $3 a board foot. He was like, it's like 10 to $12 a board foot for me. I was like, well, here you go. Take this with you. And he was like, you're just going to give it to me? I'm like, well, yeah, I can get it for dirt cheap here. And then he was looking at my wallet and asked how much I paid. I was like, it's over $10 a board foot here. And he was like, it's like seven where I'm at. So it's just weird that like that short yeah. little distance between us, how different pricing is. And I was like, well, next time you come back, bring some walnut. I'll stock up on the maple for you and we'll just trade. So. Yeah, he, I think Ken gets better pricing now because of the volume he's been buying it at mm -hmm. recently. And uh, so I usually, honestly, anymore... I usually just go to him and be like, hey, can I buy some of this off you? Because I'm never needing more than, like, a board. Yeah. So, it's just easier. And he actually gets the lumber place to deliver stuff there. Because he's spending so much. Yeah, so if I need MDF, I just ask him and then he'll have it delivered to his shop and we'll cut it at his shop so I can get it to my house. And I don't ever have to um worry about trying to cut it down myself nice from like a four by eight foot sheet one of the last times i got like a good amount of wood um i had i picked up two four by eight sheets of the quarter inch mdf and that mm. was like the smartest thing i ever did because it was 13 bucks per sheet but then yeah. i don't use it very often so being able to have it at all times because i use like 18 inches at a time you know what i mean like 18 by six inches for you know cutouts and stuff like that so it's gonna last forever like 13 bucks versus like you can't find quarter inch unless you go to a hardwood dealer and it's you find like three quarter inch or half and it's like garbage so you can get quarter from home depot but it's like fibrous garbage not, junk. At, my, not at my depot yeah. oh you can't at mine but it's like it's furry it's like fiberboard <laughs> it's bad yeah this stuff is so dense it's nuts like i get that it's in the name but it's like <laughs> shit this is like as dense as pine so i'm not gonna lie the mdf at uh our hardwood dealer is probably better quality than like some of the home depot hardwoods well, i mean like you can almost get away without like filler priming and everything like that because it's so smooth already you know? the only reason i filler prime it is because once you spray it it, it does start to do the whole like kind of you know when you get wood wet it yeah. raises the grain yeah it absorbs too pretty good yeah so it that's the main reason is it soaks up so much paint and the filler primer the filler primer has been really good about you only need like maybe one to two coats of paint i did i filler primer is sold out everywhere in fresno right now but like oh, that's kind of like any store you go to like it's all picked over now um so that nursery sign I made, I think I had to use like a bonding primer or something. And that worked just as good. Like I was really surprised because I was able to do one coat of spray paint and it looked like super clean. It was I've like, been oh, using, shit. depending on the, well, it depends on the color of spray paint you use and then the type. If you use like a, an enamel, you can usually get by with one coat if it's a darker paint. I just If you use white though, you're... It's usually two coats, just because the filler primer's gray. This stuff, uh, this stuff was a white primer. Um, oh, okay. But one coat and super smooth, and it was just like regular satin, like Valspar um, spray paint. Okay. Because that's why I was like, please to choose colors that I have of spray paint already. <laughs> please don't make yeah. me go to the store. 
Uh, well, I have found that trying to find certain spray paint colors lately is almost impossible because everybody became a DIYer in Corona. Oh yeah. What else was there to do? Apparently nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to. I went to what was it? I think it was Lowe's, and I went to look for paint. And every can of spray paint was gone. I'm not talking like the popular colors. I'm talking every color. Like some of these colors are colors I wouldn't use on anything ever. See, that's why we're trying new things. It's because we have to find workarounds to be able to do anything. Well, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> I've I've gone to my garage to think about a YouTube video. And, and you I look in there inside. and I say... Well, I go in there and I'm like, what can I make from what I have out here without having to buy anything? And it's incredibly difficult to figure that out sometimes. It's like, well, now I have quite a bit of acrylic, but at the time I had like one sheet of clear acrylic and I had like one sheet of MDF. That was about it. I still think I'm going to have you cut shelves from my mini fridge with your acrylic. So my beer stopped falling because the wire racks. Yeah, wire racks are like... This is the stupidest thing. So I... I despise them. I woke up early one day, surprise, surprise, and I texted him. And I was like, how cold can acrylic get without cracking? Because like, it was <laughs> like ever... weighing heavy on my brain that this is Did the stupidest thing. Did we ever guy. look that up? <laughs> I thought you said to like 40 degrees or negative 40 or something like that. Right, let me look real quick. I mean, what's a regular shelf made out of anyways? Is it glass or is it acrylic? It's usually glass. Well, then what are the door caddies made out of? That's acrylic. The door caddy? You know, like where you put your the condiments. The plastic? I don't know that that's acrylic. I think it's just like a... Um, I'm, I'm guessing that's more of like a PVC-based plastic or something. That's what I need. Um, temper- acrylic can be used in temperatures up to 80 degrees Celsius. Temperatures down to negative 40 Perfect. degrees Celsius. I need two. I'll send you the specs. <laughs> well, you better hurry up. I only have two sheets left. and You can do, right like, now. messed up colors if you want to, in two different colors, if you have to. Oh, I have blue, red, black, white, and clear. So, so these are acrylic shelves. Like, is it just cut, or like, are they like boxed? No, I just need a shelf. So my the the shelves in my fridge are wire, and then the all oh, for your fridge. Okay. Yeah. So the can <laughs> falls, and like then they all fall over, and it's just a mess. So I was like, a solid shelf needs to be in there. So I was like, acrylic should fit in here fine. So. Oh, I thought you were like hanging like books off of it or something. So I was like, I don't know how that's gonna no. work. <laughs> You're talking about the kind that sit, like, in grooves that are in the fridge? Like, there's a groove on either side, and the shelf just kind of slides into the groove? Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It doesn't need to be that complex. Just a piece. I would just cut the piece to the dimension you need. I feel like that would ship very easily, too, because it's flat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, it almost, they're not, it's not that big, too. You can probably fit it in, like, a manila envelope. I don't know about that. Well, that's how much I want to pay for shipping. 
Well, manila envelopes, they're going to break that acrylic. Get a padded one. Well, especially the how he ships stuff. Oh, that's true. Never mind. I'll yeah. find out. A, no, I'll no, find no. a solution it's, on my own. It's not how I ship stuff. <laughs> Plan it's canceled. Who comes to pick it up? Plan canceled. I'll just line it with cardboard. You're probably better off. <laughs> Actually, there was a. I shipped. So I shipped all those squares that I made, and none of them broke. One of them just disappeared completely. How does it disappear? Like, fell out of the box? USPS claimed it was delivered in all the tracking, and the guy said it never showed up. Which has happened before. So I filed a claim, and I still haven't heard anything. But I was like, I I don't know how to handle that one. Because I think there was like, you know, I may be made... 10 bucks on a square. <laughs> per square or total? Per square. Okay. I was like, holy crap, dude, you got screwed. <laughs> but it was, but, uh, but the reason I say it is it costs more to make another one and ship it than I made in profit from selling it the first time. So it's like, I will lose double. So all, for every two I made, I'm going to lose the profit to just remake it out of my pocket and send it back out. Which, I mean, I'm going to do anyway because it's the right thing to do. But it just kind of sucks when you lose money and you had no control over any of that. Because USPS is probably going to say, well, we marked it as delivered, so it must have been delivered. Stupid. Just uh, FYI, I got the landscapers coming up, so... This will be interesting. You live in Arizona. What's there to tr- mow? Rocks, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they're not mowing. They're just they're... raking the rocks, shifting no, the rocks. They're uh, they're creating an automatic slingshot. That wasn't very funny. That yeah, you lost me there. Yeah. Have you never? Have you ever used a weed eater on? weeds that are embedded into rocks where all that does is shoot them into your house and no I usually pull them out of the rocks I don't use my weed eater on them no but that's what the landscapers here do they use a weed eater I'm afraid to see what your backyard looks like (laughs) mine? yeah oh terrible I'm I'm not gonna show you that's how bad does it look like your office? probably (laughs) well actually the so the shelves are for this office so i can get shit off you've only been talking about redoing your office for a year now i know so everyone makes fun of me in my mantle look at your office organization (laughs) mine's just cosmetic oh no my well technically it is cosmetic it's just a lot of it (laughs) martina's feisty this morning i've been up for hours and I've had a full cup of coffee. Okay, Martina's feisty this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only it's only eight o'clock. This so is probably happy. the most productive you've been on a weekend in forever. Like for this early in the morning. Probably. That's it's probably true. Yeah, I was like ready to go at six. I started watching HD TV because I had nothing to do. 
Well, <laughs> I said I was ready, and even Richard was like, uh, I'm... He seems you know. pretty bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, I was just so excited to come on here. It'd be awesome. <laughs> That's how we feel when we record, too. There's there's sometimes Martina just gives me that look like, this better be worth it or I'm going to shank you. Probably a shiv. Shiv sounds better. You know? Yeah, but there's a distinct difference between the two. You're talking about from your prison I don't days. know what that is, per se, yeah. but uh, I know there's a difference. That's why he had to move, because he knows the difference between a shiv and a shank. <laughs> uh, now you have me wondering what the difference is. Well, I'm sure you can get on, get on the Google That's machine. That's going to be his you. next 3D design. He's going to like do a like graphic mock-up of a shiv and a shank, and then... Just like a sharpened toothbrush? Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be like this little 3D arm sharpening up the bottom of a toothbrush, showing yeah. you how to make one. Probably my highest view count, too. Probably. Taking a little lighter to the end of it and melting it. Yeah. <laughs> Is he looking it up? No. Oh, okay. I thought he was quiet, like he was looking it up. Oh, no. Sometimes Dude, I'm, I'm afraid s- to Google stuff like that. I'm like, man, like, the NSA is probably coffee, so pissed. I but it hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'll look it up, see if there's actually... Uh... All of a sudden, there's a knock on his door. <laughs> Dude, I'm... Mr. Wanamaker, we need to have a chat. No, that's only if you Google how to make methamphetamines. <laughs> Sounds like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> Sometimes you get curious about stuff. Both Shiv and Shank are slang terms for objects that look or work like knives. So, so Shiv some... is often referred to sharp weapons like objects made by prisoners, while Shank is a noun. So Shiv is a noun and a verb, and Shank is just a noun. Yeah. I guess, like, you know, the action of actually shiving somebody. Yeah, you versus... shiv someone with a Shank. There, that's what it said. That was yeah. the exact wording. I mean, how else would you use that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm going to shiv you with this bouquet Although of flowers. Although, it is making. <laughs> I mean, it fits directly into the podcast. Why do I have the feeling that we're all going to get knocks on our door after this episode airs? <laughs> the GoPro 7 is on sale for $100 off. Maybe I need to buy that for my videos. The black? The Hero 7? The Yeah, black. That's the one I use for the laser stuff. I think the stability feature would be good because I walk around It a works lot. pretty well. I don't know that my gimbal would fit it, though, because it's for my phone. So I have to look into that, too, because I'd be pissed if I have to buy another gimbal. Well, you might be able to just... Let me look at the bottom of this. So, the... Where's the... Because it comes with this thing, it just screws into the bottom. So as long as you have like oh, a I have that thingy connection, yeah. Okay. I got this lens thing for my camera that, or for my phone, that's like a wide-angle lens that clip-on thing. It works really oh, good, yeah. but then it like messes with the gimbal motors and it can't support it. So I was like, I bought these things to go together, and I can't even use them together. It sucks. 
Yeah, the that's one thing about like the camera side is I'm running into things like that. Where it's like, oh I bought I bought a tripod when I first got started that I was using with my phone. And it was supposed to be rated for a DSLR camera. And I swear that it cannot support the weight because the the center shaft that supports the DSLR camera mm-hmm. is like bending and then it'll like break loose and it'll start to lower slowly. Like, well, it's well, just for the camera, to... not the lens. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you're correct. Yeah. Fine print. I need to, I think I need to get a new tripod soon. It's like all that little stuff always adds up. It's so insane. Well, and honestly, for how much time I spent changing angles on the last video, I think I set up like, I think at least 15 different angles multiple times. It's like you almost need two running at all times just to be able, like just two at different yeah. angles at all times and then keep and then move them. You know what I mean? But at least keep one in the same spot. I've debated if I can start to make enough money from this stuff is to buy a second camera so I have a second angle and I don't have to constantly move stuff. Mm -hmm. But it would probably be another Canon because now I have have like three lenses, I think. Well, why don't you get good at the one first before you start moving to more cameras? Wow. He's going to fit in just fine. <laughs> Man. Well, I, I just think it's like people... Shots fired. Well, yeah, well, you know, it's like, oh, I need all this stuff. I, don't, I mean, you know there are people out there that can use a, an old, you know, oh, yeah. Nokia phone and, and just make great stuff, right? And then you have people that have everything under the sun and can't make crap. I'm yeah. in the so, middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, the things that, like, like, I know that, you know, video or videography and editing is not my strong suit, nor is it what I enjoy doing as part of this. So, one day, maybe I'll make enough that I can just hire somebody to do that side and I don't have to worry about it. Isn't that the dream for all of us? It is. Maybe not, well, maybe and, not Richard. But if you have a second person, like you can also get He's those up your furniture. sweeping what camera angles that you can't get without like motorized slides and stuff. I do see a lot of people with like the motorized slide. They they, they have the full setup because I know somebody that has like the same camera I do, but they have like external monitors and multiple microphones, multiple lenses like four batteries they had i think they had at least three or four thousand dollars worth of camera equipment and i have yet to see a video ever (laughs) and it's been like two years it's like whereas i bought mine like refurbished from canon i think i paid like 800 bucks for my dslr with lenses and i i've been sticking with the same camera for this, I don't know the last year or whatever. Yep. And actually, Josh, I guess switched maybe to Sony, and he said, "Hey, I have a fifty millimeter lens, or fifty-five. I forget which one it is. 
Um, I'm not using it. Do you want it? So he just sent me the lens. It's like that saves me like a hundred bucks. Dang. That was it's nice. nice to it's I mean it's a set um, focus so you can't you just set it on there and you're stuck with whatever mm-hmm. zoom you have but it works really nice for up close shots right now that'd be the good one to keep just running in the same spot then yeah probably but for now I'm gonna stick with what I have and just keep moving the camera constantly <laughs> you need to get teacher kids to just be your little videographers. It's an unpaid uh, intern right I'm there. I'm too afraid they'll drop the camera. I'll just get a helmet and mount it onto there. Put, it, put a neck strap on. Yeah. Have them yeah. hold it. That way, if it falls, like, I mean, it'd probably take the weight of the camera. would probably take them down, too, but. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty uh, tiny kids. I mean, what's your wife doing? That's that's what I say all the Dude, time. Not that. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't She's... enjoy it, so I'm not going to force her into it. <laughs> uh, there's so many jokes in that. I was just going to say <laughs> the same thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, is that our cue? Jeez, you guys. You mean the cue to go to an after show? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Cool. He's getting feisty now, so it's probably a perfect time. It's probably because yeah, he's waking up. His cat's beating up his furniture right behind him. Yeah, yeah cats are jerks. <laughs> All right. All right. Till next time. See ya. Ciao. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, head to www.makervisionpodcast.com where you can purchase merchandise or donate. You'll also be able to join the email list to stay up to date with the podcast. Find us on Instagram at Maker Vision Podcast or join the Facebook group Maker Vision Tribe. Also, if you would just, you know, want to record later on a Saturday, I'm okay with that too. No, I'm not wasting my whole day off on you. My well, whole you partial day better. off, I should say. You go to bed early and you wake up super early. I go to bed at like nine. Well, well speaking of trying something new, we have a new co-host. I don't think we spoke about trying something new. I did. I don't think so. You didn't listen. We're going to have to play this tape back. We'll see. We'll see who's right. <laughs> but anyway, Engstrom from Engstrom Design. And now we have a dog. Who's not apparently like co host number four. Our guest star today. <laughs> How long this one can be. It sits on top of it. And then I was looking at the weight limit. Holy cow, what is that noise? It is my cat trying to get into the into the bedroom. That sounded like a printer. It's Yeah. Is well, your... she's like 800 pounds, so. <laughs> Gotta crush through the door. But the, uh.